0: Hello everyone, Benny Mathers here, producer for the original Loretta Brown show. Unfortunately, Loretta isn't able to make the show today. She had an emergency dental appointment she had to get to. So until then, we're going to encore a show she did last year, around the same time in February, with author of Cracking the Matrix, Kate Montana, and its 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. Enjoy
1: good morning good morning everybody and welcome to the original loretta brown show radio to open the heart heal the soul and awaken the consciousness we made it through valentine's day benny we are here
0: yes so much so much love to give around
1: i know so much love yeah how was yours it it was it was great Mm -hmm. it was i worked right but um I don't know. Love is in the air. Venus has moved into a lovely <laughs> position in the sky. And I just hope that people, I don't know, I'm always talking to my clients about could we be a little nicer to each other? Do we have to poke each other in the eye on the <laughs> playground? Do we have to do that? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Just make sure you like, you know, put your hand in front of your
1: face. <laughs>
0: <Remember> <laughs> you like, try to poke you got to go individual. <laughs> That's like old Which joke there somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a joke. Yeah, it is a joke. Yeah, I used to play with that all the time. Like if you cover up one eye and then you'll go like this, and you know things are in a different location.
0: Yeah, what you is know? it? Um, Abbott? No, not Abbott and Costello. Oh, um, oh, it's right there.
1: Uh, um, uh, the yuck, um, yuck, yuck.
0: Um, hey, oh, wise guy. Hey, those guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Three those Stooges. Guys. Three the Stooges. Three Stooges. Thank you. Whew. I, was right I there with you. I yeah. dated
0: myself there for a minute.
1: Like yeah. <laughs> it happened so funny yeah. yeah did you get any valentines
0: uh you know we uh did a little uh, like just event it wasn't too crazy of course you know we came off of the snow showers and winter wonderland we had around here that yes, day so it was kind of a whirlwind of things so we just kind of took it easy at home and just made sure everyone was okay
1: yeah, yeah. um i i uh, also woke up with snow and of course on monday we had hail all of a sudden like the skies opened and Oof! Right, in about ten minutes, the ground was totally covered. So, uh, yeah, interesting weather. Um, Do you make some I snow was, hearts? I did. Of course. You yeah, did. somebody. I saw somebody doing that online, and I went, "Ah, oh, can make snow hearts." <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of those little, uh, like the person that was doing it had some like special plastic thing they were putting snow in, like a.
0: That's oh, like a pre-made, like a snowball maker or something like that. Yeah, like ah, a that's it was so safe, new like a school. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Don't use gloves. Use your hands. Get them cold.
1: Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Love into Enjoy it, the yeah.
0: moment, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I am Loretta Brown. I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last good heavens, 28 years, 29 years. I have a great guest today, and boy, are we gonna have a what I call a conversation starter show you are going to want to listen it's going to stretch you and challenge you and make you wonder what is real and what is not in the meantime you can check out ReikiOasis.com you can go to schedule.ReikiOasis.com and sign up for things uh please be aware of the fact that yes I am booked that far out people always go I can't make an appointment and I go if the if if when you're on the scheduler and the numbers do not (laughs) they're not dark you know like you can't click on them it means there are no appointments available on those days and so you just have to keep going until you come on to, uh onto the uh place where you can sign up and then also in person is on Wednesday and Friday Monday Tuesday and Thursday is via Zoom because I have so many clients all over the world that's the way that works um I do have Reiki classes coming up you can find out more about that at my website and of course I have the temple the divine feminine my monthly class for women is this saturday and saturday night uh this coming saturday february 18th at seven o'clock o'clock i have a crystal bowl uh candlelight uh uh, sound bath yeah 7 p.m incarnation washington you can get tickets on eventbrite you can always email me reiki at gmail.com and i'll send you the link to get tickets we have a few seats left as far as i know Very quick check in with astrology, because boy, oh boy, are we getting ready to head into it. I think I've been telling everybody February to me is like a kind of a preparation setup month. Catch your breath, because in March, things really start, and forgive my terrible pun, they're going to start marching forward. That's what happens in March, right? So today, February 16th, the sun is conjunct Saturn in Aquarius this will not happen again for 28 and a half years the Saturn in Aquarius has given us karmic lessons on a collective and personal level Saturn first moved into Aquarius back in December of 2020 under a faded alignment known as the great conjunction many people were talking about it this rare alignment paved the way for the unfolding of Saturn in Aquarius energy and now that we are at the end of this cycle yeah think back on the themes of the last 3 years particularly the patterns and the lessons that have unfolded since 2020 especially december of 2020 where have you had to set boundaries where have you had to step up and take responsibility for things in your life where have you felt back felt held back excuse me and where have you suddenly went Shook yourself off and went. What? What is going on? Right? Aquarius is a an alchemical sign. It is an air sign, and it shows a a woman pouring water out of a jar. And we are coming out of, as they say, the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And what that means is that we are going to be having new thoughts about things. We're going to be shifting and looking at the world in a different way. And all of that old Piscean stuff, that emotional stuff is going to go through transformation so just be aware that this is where we are at right now on planet earth and um saturn in aquarius lessons are reaching their climax point because pretty soon saturn will move into pisces so before saturn leaves aquarius it's going to deliver all of our karmic rewards in fact ancient astrologers believed that when saturn exit exits a zodiac sign it leaves a gift to remind and reward us for all the hard work we have been doing and as Saturn gets ready to move into Pisces in the beginning of March, look out for any rewards or gifts from the universe and stay open to what comes your way because sometimes gifts don't look the way that we expected them to, right? Remember everything is working for our good. Well, And maybe we need to participate in that. On Saturday, February 18th, we move out of the air sign of Aquarius into the last sign of the Zodiac, Pisces, which is a water sign, and it will bring a sense of completion. So Pisces has two fish swimming around, looks sort of like the yin-yang, they swim in a circle, and even though they're swimming different directions and see the world from different vantage points, they both arrive at the same destination. And so this is a good time to kind of, as we say, clean it up, clear it up. A lot of my clients are saying, I don't know what's with me. I am doing spring cleaning. I'm moving. I'm quitting that job. I'm leaving that relationship. I'm jumping into this. There's all kinds of movement out there. And then on Sunday, February 19th, we have a beautiful new moon in Pisces. That is the dark face of the moon. And it carries the energy of fresh. Starts. It is the third new moon at one degree of a particular zodiac sign, which is beginnings, 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 beginnings. Pisces is very creative, and the new moon is going to help you set in motion. Well, what kind of a world do you want to live in? Right there it is, and it's such a great segue. I'm bringing my guest on. I'm so excited to have her. This is, but actually, I I adore Kate Montana. <laughs> I don't know her that well, but I adore you, Kate. Kate is a <laughs> dauntless explorer. There she is. Lots of love. <laughs> hey, a, Yeah, she is a dauntless explorer of inner and outer worlds, a journalist for over 30 years. Um, she's an author of a wide range of fascinating books. She's very vulnerable and real in her books, which I completely appreciate. And she has a rare and deep understanding of human nature, birthed out of her 30 year <laughs> journey, her own journey, right? She's a master's degree in humanistic psychology, 37 years of intense meditation. And we're going to be discussing her new book, Cracking the Matrix 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. Just get the book now, Cracking the Matrix, Kate Montana, which explores the nature and presence of evil on this planet wow Kate
2: (laughs) just about the last topic I ever in a million billion years ever thought I would write about god totally out of left field
1: (laughs) well I remember having you on the show and and we talked about several of your other books and and yeah when I when I got this and I started all, all I did was open it up and look at the opening part and the chapters and I went oh my goodness let's talk Right. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, so for, oh, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I just want to jump in all the way. Um, but let's lay a little bit of groundwork maybe for the listening audience that might not know who you are. And particularly, um, my, my knowledge of you is, <laughs> number one, I love what you say on your webpage, something about, you know, my name is
2: Kate, but that's not who I am, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no you know the matrix is such a funny word because you know some people have asked me well what do you what made what matrix are you talking about and i'm like wow that's such a good question because i mean we've got the identity matrix the ego matrix you know who i think i am kate montana writer journalist all that and yet but that's not really who i am that's you know so that's one whole level of a created reality that that's a created reality and then there's these other matrices if if you want to get really esoteric and and about the nature of existence we live in a matrix that gives physicality it's apparent reality because we all know e equals mc squared and that this isn't really physical at all um but it but it is so there's that uh, that's that you know that spiritual matrix if you will that translates energy um, and patterns into physicality so that we can have this apparent experience of being able to touch and, and be in this world. So, you know, there's all these different matrices. Um, and what was, you know, it's now 40 years of meditation and, and, and a 45 year journey. Um, but, uh, you know, after when COVID kind of hit and everything went cattywampus, there was this I was kind of at the place Loretta where I kind of got it together I got it and it all just went out the window and I and I finally looked around uh and I'd had experiences ever since I was a little girl with what I you know call the others what I call a hostile force what I call many many names Apa, these astral um uh entities and but it, but my engagements always happened in that liminal space between sleep and waking and and so you have all these psychic experiences but it's easy to kind of shelve them yeah. and go well yeah okay but it's not really real because it it happens in that liminal space of consciousness and but when when COVID hit and the world went insane with fear i was like okay there's something else going on here and that's when I turned around and and looked started to look at well what could be driving us insane literally yeah and I had to start looking at at other answers other than that we're screwed up <laughs> you know original sin can only take the ball so far I'm <laughs> oh, sorry I'm laughing I'm so glad you said that please yeah, please
1: explain more <laughs> You know, because, yeah, no, I mean, I was I was raised with this idea that, yeah, you are born in sin and you 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 are the problem and you need to fix it. Right.
2: And the world that you see around you crumbling, Mm -hmm. fearful, distressed, chronically conflicted, eh, flushing itself down the tubes is like, well, that's your creation Mm -hmm. because you're messed up. And so that leaves us in this no-win situation where we're in this chronic state of striving to be something. Dear God, please give me the answer somewhere. You know, I I left television and the first 30 years of my life, which you know, my backstory is like, you know, I was the typical material girl, you know, chewing gum and drinking scotch and, 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 you know, not not a care in the world. And then I was miserable and had everything. And I'm like, well, what the heck? So that was what started my inner journey. Um, and, but in reflection, Loretta, I look back now and I go, well, wait a minute out there in the real world, I'm supposed to be thin and rich and famous and, and, you know, powerful. And I'm supposed to lean in and I'm supposed to do all this stuff. Go, go, go. And then I was like, which is everything, but the message is everything, but be yourself because yourself is obviously not good enough and then I got into the spirituality arena and and now I look and reflect and go wait a minute that was the same message I'm not good enough I'm not pure enough I'm not my mind isn't quiet enough um I'm not loving enough I'm not positive enough yeah it was just like there's this this endless carrot on a stick and I'm like oh my god it's the same freaking dynamic and yeah when do we so so yeah so that was the kind of whole click thing when I went wow look the world is crazy we think it's all on us I've had all these experiences maybe I ought to take a look at what this other force that has been in my life and been very apparent forever and when I started to research what we term evil um which I really am trying to back away from that that word so much But there really is an uh, an other presence and other intelligence on this planet that um, shares space and quite intimately, like in my head. You know, I
1: one of the things that people say to me all the time. You know, they'll come and they'll go, Loretta. I have been fighting the good fight. I've been doing the good things. I've been meditating. I'm praying. I'm working on myself, and I. I do everything I can not to even say one negative thing, right? Because the world might crash down if I am not that level of perfection. And then, and then they'll say something like, "But what? Why is it that my mind is constantly going to the negative place?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I'm doing all this work, and then boom, right? And then yeah. I'm doing, and then boom, and there I am. So." Can you
2: talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So, go back to the word matrix. Yeah. Um my first spiritual uh, kind of an aha around this presence came when I was moved to Seattle to go to the Ramtha school. Ha, <laughs> Moses, like a 1988 yeah um,
1: that was in the 80s yeah
2: yeah god and i remember <laughs> you know the whole spiritual um uh learning gig trip up to that point was you know everything was about the light yes. with a capital l and um you go to the light you love the light the light loves you Is all about the light so I, I remember being in a and this was like maybe 1989, 1990. I remember sitting there in the audience and out of the blue, he says, by the way, when you die, don't go to the light. And I'm like, what? And and he said, because it's not the light, it's a false projection. And it's not the light you're looking for. The light you're looking for is inside you. It's not out there. And so this false projection is literally kind of like a a a vacuum sucking device that, you know, projects this wonderful in your family and your dog is waiting for you and all this stuff. And he said, but what happens is it's fundamentally a recycling system. He didn't say it in these words. This is totally my my way of putting it, but it's fundamentally an energetic recycling system. And you get stripped at the light of all your memories and all of the pain and suffering that you experienced is exacerbated and it's fed on by these astral energies and then you spit back mindless clueless back on earth to recycle again in a world that is initially I mean Loretta that we are beings of pure love we we truly are yes, as yeah. mangled as the word love has become we are yeah. beings of pure love whatever the hell that means and this this planet is this energetic body like we're energetic bodies and we are designed to have a really great experience not pain-free but certainly not the kind of experience we're locked into now that's so grim that's so distorted that, yeah. that doesn't seem to give any respite or any 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 sanctuary for our heart and for what's really precious and um so i i, I now i've lost my track of thought i can't believe that um so matrix right shoot um so we're caught in this trap where there is literally this energetic intelligence that has a really fine grasp of telepathic energetic um even um, quantum technologies and this is what the ram said a billion years ago and so much of what i've researched since corroborates this is that this they have a technology that literally emanates frequencies that dumb us down that lower our frequency and that insert very powerful negative conflicting aggression all these different frequencies and it's all about lowering us in frequency and so there's this overarching matrix that has now technologically actually enveloped planet earth for a considerable amount of time and we're talking thousands and thousands of years um there's an agenda to dumb us down and drag us down to that frequency level of those beings so that they can finally embody that's the long haul agenda and i mean i'm talking probably a hundred thousand years long haul agenda So that's what I was introduced to back in 1989 90 and I didn't know where to put that everything was love and light and positivity. Right. um, And so you know fast forward 40 years 30 years and the and the world's going to hell in a handbasket and everybody's terrified and and fighting one another and I'm like. Oh, so that's what put that's the long story of, of what what put me on this path and then back to your whole thing about perfection. You know we strive with this whole message is that we've got to be perfect yeah. and and one of the things that i found really really shocking was how as i researched this topic of this infiltration this intelligence and how it's insinuated itself into mm-hmm. our consciousness and into our social structures and into our religions and into spirituality and part of the setup is this again that back to this carrot and stick thing well it is carrot and stick but back yeah. to the carrot out here you've got to be perfect you got to be positive you've got to be all of this and it's impossible because we're already perfect yeah, yeah. we are already beings of pure love yeah. and so so back to your initial question of why isn't this working why do i have all these negative thoughts still? It's number one, we're on a false journey of trying to be something we're not and attain what we already are, which is impossible. The setup is already division. You're bad and wrong. You're not enough. You're not pure enough, good enough, holy enough, sanctified enough, positive enough, etc. And then there's this overarching negative drag you down influence that is very, very real that operates almost solely on the mental levels and so there so there's this constant messaging um of and and so and we pick it up we're psychic beings; these brains are receiver stations and so that's the that's the the reason behind why can't i clear this stuff out we don't know what we're dealing with
1: yeah i everything you just said is one of the main reasons i wanted to bring you on the show because I do, you know, we I interview all kinds of people with my platform is to help people, right? To yeah. have some place people can go where they're gonna hear something that might help them. But um I've also been very aware, especially during the last three years, of the uh, I, I'm gonna say, I don't know if it's the emergence of and I'm gonna use the word evil, right? Mm-hmm. That that because I don't know what else word to use. You might have a better one but I have been watching the divisiveness going on on our planet where I just keep looking around going, people have forgotten completely who they are and what's going on here. And there's so much distractions. Everything is distracting, 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 even to the point of what you said. And I've ran into this for years because I've been in this realm of (laughs) whatever for 30 (laughs) years doing professionally where I I run into what I call spiritual competition spiritual egotism I'm better than you I am doing this thing better than you and I'm like but we are all we are we are all in this we are all love and I think from the time I was a little girl I came out with that idea that we are pure love and that's what we are so how can these other things exist within
2: that concept right? right Right, yeah, you well, what you know, you just touched on one of the major head exploders that that I, you know, because when I went back and I and I started researching this, and it was really shocking to discover that there every culture on earth for yeah, I, I only really went back like five six thousand years, okay, but every culture on earth has a name for this presence for this intelligence. The Greeks called it the Archons. Mm-hmm. The Hawaiian Kahuna's call this force Eepa. The the Algonquin tribes call it Windingo. Um, other Native American tribes call it witiko. Um Satan, Aishatan, Beelzebub. You know, there's there's all these these names, and I mean, even even the psychiatrists, um, even Carl Jung, labeled this um, mm. the Antimimos, the Antichrist consciousness yeah and the other
1: thing is that we are sort of i mean, just say we're trained <laughs> we're we're guided to not look at it don't right. look at it or minimize it or we are just love and light and we are all this and don't go don't go there because then you're helping to create that or whatever the deal it is like
2: there's an yeah. entire uh concept around the whole thing Exactly. Where I was mm-hmm. headed to answer your previous question sure. is that so much has been twisted. I've I've looked at, you know, religion has these beautiful messages and then
1: original sin.
2: And you go, whoa, 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 whoa where did that come from? And actually, that's a really interesting story. And I'd remind me of that, please. I will. And then I, then I look at spirituality. And and he says, like, well, where's the twist messages in spirituality? And they're all over the place. Well, number one, this whole perfection drive. you got to become something to get there. And then there are other things, like messages, like everything is love. It's all light. It's all love. And I'm like, okay, how do I cram ritual torture? How do I cram sexual abuse of a child ritually? Parents taking their child, a five-year-old little girl, to satanic ritual it happens so much it's so epidemic on this planet how do you wrap that into well it's all love and i'm like you know that's that's head exploding material so we end up bless our cotton picking hearts we try so hard we yearn so greatly to be what we already are and yet we've been convinced it's out here someplace and that we're not enough and so we you know we torture ourselves endlessly and we have all these ideas about how to get there and so this so i write about in the book so many ways that the spiritual message has been horrifically twisted to disserve us And to keep us conflicted and to keep us back in competition and to keep us in striving and yearning and you know if you're constantly a seeker you're not a finder yeah that's powerfully said
1: it's true it's very true um years ago i had a kind of a little vision while i was meditating and i was sitting under a tree with a with a wise man and we were meditating and it was in the middle of a desert just this one tree in the middle of a great big huge desert and at some point for some reason i was like i've got i've got to get up and walk about right so Mm -hmm. i went walking searching seeking blah 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 going 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 and um pretty soon i got to a place where i saw a tree far off in the distance and yes as i drew close there it was the master sitting under the tree just meditating and he just looked at me didn't say a word and I sat back down and I totally got it right <laughs> everything you're seeking is right here it's yeah. inside you it's here
2: yeah
1: and and what does it mean right yeah. so we're going to take a little station break I know you have so much to say I can't wait to hear it and um uh this is Loretta Brown my my amazing guest today a dear dear soul sister of some kind. I don't know, Kate, what our past was, but man, I feel close to you. Kate Montana, her beautiful book, Cracking the Matrix. Go get it now. Just order it right now. And uh, we're going to take a station break. When we come back, we're going to talk more. Oh, yeah. About oops, evil. Oops, we are doing it. Sorry. We'll <laughs> Be right back.
2: A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive, healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today.
2: Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day.
0: Hello, everyone. Benny Mathers here, producer for the original Loretta Brown show. Unfortunately, Loretta isn't able to make the show today. She had an emergency dental appointment she had to get to. So until then, we're going to encore a show she did last year, around the same time in February, with author of Cracking the Matrix, Kate Montana, and its 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. Enjoy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Betty. You're the best. Anyway, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show with my guest, Kate Montana. And I want to remind you that these shows are archived and they're all over the place. You can go to the KKNW archives for the original Loretta Brown show. There's hundreds if not thousands of shows in there i've been on the air forever, <laughs> long time and uh before benny's twins were born <laughs> i was on the air anyway um uh, we're also on itunes podcast one spotify uh twitter youtube oh man um uh, benny i always goof it up but we're all over the place and uh, yeah, find... uh,
0: megaphone is the latest of the platforms, megaphone, and there it goes. I yeah, that
1: down. I was like, Megaphone, <laughs> right?
0: da, 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 megaphone. <laughs> is that easier to remember that way?
1: Maybe. Yes, it is. All right, good. Yeah, but you can listen to the show over and over again, and of course, we're talking about Kate's new book, Cracking the Matrix 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom. And we are discussing evil on this planet and the Matrix and the uh, uh, uh agenda shall we say that um where do you want to jump in kate we're talking about so much stuff before the uh break my brain can't even remember
2: um actually about... i'm going to go to original sin because that's a really Let's interesting story okay. um, and i need to throw this out here the book is not available yet until march okay <laughs> but people can go to my website and just um send me an email and that we want it and i'll, and I'll let them know but it should be out march 5th that's what that's And your website is? Oh, KateMontana.com. Right. And that's Kate with a C. Um, anyway, so we're talking about how this astral force, this astral intelligence, which is actually is capable of, you know, the the message and how it twists and insinuates itself into religion, for example. So If you ask me what was the most insidious teaching ever promulgated on humanity, it's the concept of original sin. You're born in a body and you're screwed. It's just downhill from there because it's evil, it's slimy, it's the worms, it's the devil itself incarnate as the body. And you got to rise out of the body to heaven. Well, (laughs) so Augustine of Hippo, back in 350-something A.D., um was the was saint augustine and um and he's the man who introduced the concept of original sin into christian theology and it was adopted somewhere at the synod of hippo in 480 something like that so <laughs> augustine saint augustine um was a sexual reprobate and an atheist yeah for his early first 30 years or so his his dad was pagan. His mom was Christian. She wept a bucket load of tears over him, um, and his horror. You know, in his condition, and he didn't convert until he ran across a teaching called Manichaeism. And Manichaeism was introduced to humanity back in earlier than three fifty A.D. Um, by the prophet of Babylon, Mani, M-A-N-I, Mani, and Mani had a Voice that spoke to him, and he called it his other self. Mm-hmm. And Monty's voice is what whispered in his ear about the evil of the physical body and how we were born corrupted, and that that the body was a bed of sin, and that that was our original condition, and that all of life was so. Ba-ba-ba. So Monty, so there. Wh- hello. An astral voice introduces this idea. And oh, then, God. you know, a hundred years later, Augustine of Hippo, little sexual reprobate, guilt ridden guy, can't please mommy because she's a good Christian, comes along and goes, That's why I've been so screwed up. That's why I've been running after all those women and drinking all those wineskins. All right. So he converts to Christianity, and then we know he becomes St. Augustine and his wow. massive influence on Christian theology, introducing original sin, amongst other charming thoughts.
1: Wow, Look
2: at that twist.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that
2: when I talk about this influence,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, you, you asked earlier, you know, you have so many clients and people go, oh, my God, I've been meditating for a thousand years and I still have all these negative thoughts and I just can't seem to beat it back. And what am I doing? it's just in the field and if we don't know what we're dealing with we're going to it's going to affect us until the cows come home and until we get a handle on it and one of the most amazing things uh, one of the most the most amazing result of taking this journey this incredible journey as i said when we started the last thing i ever thought i would look at was the dark You know, yeah, okay, we do shadow work. Yeah, fine, but that—that's not what we're talking. We're talking, you know, Eve. What is the bottom line here? And because we don't go there because of fear. I hadn't gone there because of fear, but when I finally turned around, Loretta, and looked it in the eye, and studied it, and realized what we're dealing with, I realized it has absolutely no effect on us whatsoever, unless. We accept it as part of ourselves. Oh, wow. Whoa. It's a completely different frequency. Mm -hmm. We are beings of, I have cold chills. We are beings for love. This other astral influence, totally different frequency down here. We're up here. And it comes in and starts to affect the frequency the grid the information grid of the earth we start resonating to it we start resonating to it more and more infiltration of thoughts and ideas on the mental plane mental plane mental plane these are non-physical beings they have absolutely no power whatsoever unless we give it to them and see it as ourselves so we're always battling the shadow We're always battling the dark. We think it's us. We turn on ourselves. We battle ourselves endlessly. And it's a losing battle because how can we ever battle something number one that doesn't exist in us originally, but we adopt it and then we become the feeding ground because that's what they feed on is emotional energy. That's 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 appetizer to to dessert.
1: So this last three years has been a feeding frenzy of fear and terror. Jesus, yeah. I I what you just said too, and I I can I can feel it. Uh, you know, kind of rippling out there, and people are like, mm, mm, right? Mm. What is she saying? Non physical presence, mm-hmm. and you call it. What do you call it?
2: I what? call it. I call it the anti-life force
1: yeah the anti-life force and if uh, i hear you correctly this force is not a natural part of this it's not a natural part of us right it's not not a natural part uh, of our i'm going to say matrix because i don't know what word to use at this point
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah really right well yeah this takes us into a whole other enormous um theological if you will arena Um, I was listening to a, um, and I highly recommend anybody who feels pulled to this, I was um, introduced to a woman called Jacqueline Hobbs, and better known, aka her uh, oracle girl, oraclegirl.org. So I was listening to her, and um, I I, I find her very intriguing. I I mean, I I, I don't listen to anybody. I haven't done teachers in like 30 years, Um, but I'm congruent with her energy. So, um, and I heard her say out of left field one day, la 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 la, she's talking about something. And then, oh, by the way, this, ne-, what does she call it? The negative influence, Meh, whatever, um, comes from a different source. And then she went on to, and then she went on. And I'm like on the floor going, wow, there's so what? What other source? Oh my God, there's only one source, there's only one God, there's only one light, there's monotheism, you know, my monotheism molecules are exploding. And I'm and it took me quite a while to um right. to uh digest the idea, but I was like, oh my God. You know, back to that whole idea that I don't think a thinking human being that's ever been born hasn't wrestled with, well, if God is love, why is there so much suffering? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have all these, you know, Earth is a school. That's one excuse. And, you know, we have all these learning experiences. That's another excuse. And, oh, well, you know, these are things we signed up for. That's another excuse. We, we try desperately in our beauty and in our natural sweetness to try to explain the unexplainable in these terms. So when, when she said there's another source, I was like, holy moly and that just went click i went oh my god it's not from here
1: yeah i'm sitting with how that that's it, going to explode our minds right there yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean it destroys monotheism
1: yeah it does it, mm-hmm. it actually does yeah and and
2: yeah <laughs> where did that idea come from
1: exactly how
2: long have we been conscripted into that box I mean there are layers within layers and within layers of the programming the very idea to think that we've got to get out of a box and got to be different than ourselves is a massive jail cell and so (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) I um a few years back you know was having a conversation with someone who um we were talking about who knows all kinds of things spiritual and the journey and whatnot and uh, I I we were talking about you know following certain people or 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 certain teachings or whatnot and I have always been a person who has said to people even and even to myself you know don't ever give that away to somebody else always question like I'm a questioner I drive people nuts with my questions And my question is, what if, what if everything you've been taught is, is a lie? What, what if, what if your idea, because, you know, I do a lot of work with people with what I call reframing or changing the way that we look at the world. And So what if, what if we took those glasses off when we saw what's really going on here and ever since the matrix came out the movie right I have played with these ideas of okay what is real what is not real are we living in a matrix is this a simulation like there's a lot of people that have put you know little bits of information out about that so
2: there's a scientist um yeah he's a he's a quantum physicist and a uh, computer something blah blah he's discovered computer code at the foundational equations of the way scientists describe the universe, and they're and and it, it's a very I forget what the name it's this long word of, to describe what these equations are, but he's like, uh, um, uh, computer code, not equations, computer code, at the root of all these equations describing the elemental fabric of the universe, and they're going, what, <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, you know, like, I'm just throwing things out there for you
1: and the listening audience. I, you know, my mind just wanders all over the place. And I'm thinking, well, you know, we talk about the Fibonacci ratio and the golden mean how everything comes from that structure or that, you know, within this context of our matrix. And uh, that's what came to mind when you're talking about going, oh, well, if I'm going to build a matrix built upon some kind of a building block, I have to have a consistent building block in order to build that mm-hmm. structure yeah. upon it.
2: So, and you, and you can torture yourself endlessly with that? Yes, (laughs) probably. You know, and what we were talking about on break, you know, is, is I have literally woken up in another reality. Yeah. The fabric of my reality has been completely leveled. Everything has gone that I thought was what, and I've had to reframe everything. And I'm being very careful not to be overly careful about my reframing and stay open for more information. Exactly. Um, and you know, uh, you know, 40 years of meditation is striving for nirvana. Um, I always thought that when awakening happened and I've been through, as you well know, a huge awakening experiences back in 2007, um, I never thought that I would have a whole new reality that was this reality. Yeah. that we're dealing with a matrix a deliberate dumbing down a deliberate imprisonment of the mind from an alien force from another source that's been influencing us actually i had um i ran across some information where um when the fall of Atlant, when atlantis actually rose that that's when i i heard from one source cite that that's when this in this when this um negative force was attracted because atlantis went to the mind it went to technology it went to we're better we know better than nature so we're so and we all know what happened to atlantis but that i've I've run across that and i couldn't remember where but was like that's when that source was magnet that that end those entities that astral intelligence was attracted to this planet it was because we'd gone to the mind over all of the heart yeah the and heart. ever since then and that was i don't know what the dates on atlantis are thirty thousand years ago something like that so mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so
2: this this influences has been around for quite some time and and you know and what i'd really like to spend the last part of the show working talking about is yes you know, now that we're talking with people's most deepest darkest abyssal fear here evil the devil you know all of that programming we've got in us and which is also highly deliberate in the matrix if we are afraid of something the human tendency is to ignore it Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it in a closet and close the door and throw away the key I'm not going to look at it and so we've got all of these fear response programs that that come up with this whole conversation But the exciting thing is, (laughs) the exciting thing is, oh, my God, Loretta, I cannot describe the liberation that came when I finally looked this force, this presence, this astral intelligence in the face and realized it's not me. I took a freaking rhinoceros of guilt and shame and despair and self-hatred off of my back. When I turned and saw, oh, my God, that's a program I've been given. It's wow. not me. Freedom.
1: That's freedom. Wow. Okay. So how, how do we do that?
2: Yeah. How, do, how we, do we do that?
1: How do we do that? Kate.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's so simple, which is so freaking hard. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, wow, how do I get back to myself? How do I get back to the garden? It's like um, starting to trust my own sense of things. You know, I started the book off with writing these 14 keys of, you know, how do we get out of this influence? And, you know, the bottom line is trust the heart. Trust the heart message. The mind is a trap. We know that. We are taught that. There is so much truth in so many spiritual teachings. But then they become a mental trap. Yeah so the key is within us we've always known that but then we're taught not to trust it that's that insidious influence let me give you one more workshop one more seminar i don't need more workshops and seminars you know it's like i want to put myself out of business (laughs) you know the answer is within we've always known that and it's true and to start actually really really trusting that before anything else tuning out media turn off the frickin' television and the radio, all of that insidious messaging, 90% of all public media on the planet is owned by three entities, three corporations, ultimately. The same corporations that own pharmaceutical industry, big agriculture, petrochemical industry, all of that. It's all in lockstep. And it's all that part of that messaging. It's all been infiltrated. And so that's part of the message. So turn it off. Turn your Wi-Fi off at night when you go to bed. So that you don't have more of that frequency influence. Spend time in silence in nature. Simple, simple things. But nature is our frequency. Nature is our nature. (laughs) I love that so when we go to those places in stillness not to meditate not to be go to nirvana not to strive to you know I'm going to get the breath right forget all that or don't forget all that do what you feel pulled to do go to your heart listen to your gut heart brain connection let that lead always trust life it is like oh okay um you know it's and read my book (laughs) yes read
1: your book I I love what you're saying so much Kate like everything that you're talking about is pulling to the forefront for me things that I've been saying my whole life but I I really I love this discussion I love your book um I think that we need to shake ourselves off a little bit and clear our minds so many people come to me and they'll say loretta what do my guides say i should do and they always say what's your heart want to do look yeah. in your side yourself it's inside there yeah. and i think that we need to learn to trust ourselves and also as we're stepping away from this controlling anti-life force right like like all recognizing that is not who i am that is not me that is not God
2: yeah and not being afraid and this is very difficult in this time not being not be afraid to look at the messaging that's being pushed the the fear of China the fear of nuclear attack Ukraine Russia covid what's the next epidemic we're going to have a it's this constant circus outside outside keep our attention outside so Yeah. yeah sit under a tree breathe and and don't be afraid. If you, I mean, and I, don't be afraid. That's easy to say, hard to do. <laughs> if yeah, <laughs> fear will come up. You know, and the thing of it is, but the more we know, the more we learn about this influence, the less vulnerable we become. And as I say, when we finally realize the truth of the matter that I am pure love, you are pure love. Yes, and not that frequency can't touch us. That's right. So just don't align. And it's just, well, easy to say, just don't align with any of that crap. <laughs> but, but pay attention. When the next shot comes down the road, when the next, you know, government, whatever shows up and says, mandate says you must do this. Go into your heart. Go sit under that tree. And is this aligned with nature? Is this aligned with pure love? Is this aligned with the life? Force, intelligence that guides all of us. Oh, yes, no, maybe so, I don't sure. Whatever. Go within, go within, go within. Yeah. But not, you know, the whole, you know, the whole other message that just drives me crazy that I, I finally, the whole spiritual journey is up and out. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Up and out. And my whole life now, Loretta, is down and in. Yes. Yes great embodiment embodiment yeah. what yeah. does the the body never lies that's right the body knows trust the body yeah. talk about an anti-whatever message trust the body <laughs> yeah trust the body yeah that's exactly right Blessed, sweet cellular gorgeousness <laughs> <laughs> so uh I, I can't believe our time is just like up <laughs> what well, I know, I'm like,
1: ah. And um, last, last things you want to say.
2: Where can people find you if the book doesn't come out till March? Blah blah. Yep. Uh, just write me at, at Kate C A T E at KateMontana.com. Just say hey. Uh, let me know when the book's out. It'll be on Amazon. Okay. So, and it should be it, as I say, the first of March. <laughs> Final words. <laughs> Oh my God, Loretta, we are so beautiful. Yeah, we are are so beautiful. And to trust that and just to realize that all these doubts and fears that are populate all of our minds are a program and that we are not any of that. And to just rest in our hearts, it sounds overly simple, but it's so powerful.
1: Yeah
2: that embodied heart place and um and we can trust that anywhere and it'll never never let us down
1: wonderful kate montana you are amazing from my heart tears
2: wah, wah! <laughs> and to the whole
1: world wah! right and to betty wah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh thank you everybody please go out you are pure love yeah let's do it